Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 118. Don't be afraid to, of conflict that you forego reason. Oof. Don't be afraid of conflict that you forego reason. Listen, I get it. People don't like even the word conflict. Um, people don't like fighting. People don't like arguing. For the most part, I mean, people want to maintain their own peace. A big way to maintain the peace in your world and for everything that you want to build around you is to deal with conflict, to deal with the tough stuff. Because when you avoid conflict, a lot of times you forego reason because you might go act irrational or you might go and do something opposite of what needs to be done in that moment. Or you might let emotions lead you down a more difficult path, a more conflicting one, actually. Avoiding conflict is conflicting, I once said a long time ago. And so you can't be afraid of dealing with things when they come up because also what happens is you suppress them and in suppressing them and not dealing with them, you can hold in anger, resentment, bitterness. You can have false assumptions about what's really happening. You can create new narratives that may not even be necessary. It's a big deal to deal with conflict. And you see this all the time, what happens, right? Uh, because there's a, there's a lot of reasons why. And we're going to talk, we're actually we're going to talk about it. So the, the areas I want to talk about is the nature of conflict avoidance. Why? What's happening? The costs of avoiding conflict, because we know that there's costs involved. And then embracing constructive conflict. Like, how do we actually come together more? You know, in the macro side of things in the world right now, you can kind of see what happens when you don't deal with your own things. Then when you finally start expressing them, depending on how well or not well you've dealt with them, you can be the cause of conflict and you can also be fighting other conflict with more conflict versus a deeper understanding of self and in the world in which you interact and then coming together for listening and understanding like what what the hell is going on like what is actually happening and is it you know is it really what you're interpreting <laughs> right or is it and and coming from your own experiences and your own you know inner dialogue right and then the act of dealing with conflict will actually solve many of the things in your world that you're looking for, especially peace and harmony and a calm nervous system and healthy relationships and uh, great opportunities, aligned opportunities, right? So, you know, the first area, the nature of conflict avoidance, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of evolutionary reasons behind humans' instinctual aversion to conflict, right? We, we know this. Uh, people don't like arguments. They don't um, want to uh, upset the other person. They don't want to themselves be convinced of anything other than what they're already, you know, feeling themselves. They, uh, you know, they want to fit in. Uh, they don't want to keep arguments happening over and over again. They don't want to miss opportunities. 
They don't want to be uh, fired from their job. They don't want to lose their person. It could be any number of things, right? And so the fight or flight response comes in. Uh, that also, uh, you know, contributes to conflict avoidance because either, you know, you find yourself constantly wanting to be in fight mode or flight mode and take off versus I'm feeling something and in this moment I want to deal with it I want to understand what is happening and what is my contribution to it or what is being you know brought into my world etc right and then there's the illusion of safety that also happens this is also why people I think naturally avoid conflict safety it's a safe way to maintain peace and harmony no it's not you may think you're avoiding by avoiding dealing with things that you're maintaining peace and harmony but if and i i'm going to be very bold to tell you that it's actually also dishonest because you're not saying how you really feel or you're maybe allowing something to continue that doesn't feel right to you to keep peace for somebody else that's not keeping peace for the entire situation you want honesty is the greatest bond you could possibly ever have if you are around opportunities or people or environments or a loved one or a work environment and you are not able to you're avoiding dealing with things because you're trying to maintain peace and harmony you're the one missing out on the peace and harmony and you're also being you're also suppressing your honesty and your authenticity because when you act that way when you actually deal with things i i, I saw uh, my uh, my friend brandon collinsworth had a quote on his uh, instagram the other day and i really liked it anything you lose by speaking your truth isn't a loss it's an alignment anything you lose by speaking your truth isn't a loss it's an alignment that is exactly why you need to deal with conflict it propels you into peace and harmony not keeps it you know for avoidance keeping it that way it propels you into it dealing with things is saying hey i want to understand i want to um see what's happening i want to be honest about what i'm feeling i want to be honest about what you're feeling or what's going on or is this really in alignment for me? And I get it. I get it. I get the, the, the fear of, well, if you lose your job, where will the money come from? If you lose your person, you will now be alone. That's not a, I'm, I, again, I'm being very bold to you, but like that's not necessarily a reason to keep something that also isn't promoting you and healthy for you. That's not showing faith, uh, confidence in yourself and faith in your path or your higher calling or God. And I know it's difficult. It's practice. It's a lot of practice. I get it. Let me tell you something that's very interesting in general as an example. And uh, I've heard friends go through this and, you know, I've, I've experienced this as well, too. There have been moments that I have had clients come into the agency side of things and, and even in, into my world in general and within the first couple of weeks realize even as big as they've paid they're not going to work out and having to give that check back in full and i've also heard of other friends doing this recently too when their own experiences 
And it was interesting because sometimes when you do that, especially to quote unquote, very big people or people with a lot of money or whatever it might be, there's a lot of people who say, well, I need the opportunity. Well, I need the money. Well, I need this. Yeah, but they were going to be misalignment. They're going to cause you a lot of stress, cause you a lot of health issues and cause you a lot of other problems. Can you say no? Can you give the check back? And I had found that in doing so, they actually ended up referring clients later on. They ended up actually having even more respect for me. And I've heard this again from other friends too. It's the same thing. And they've even gotten other clients from those people. It's the willingness to do the right thing for yourself and with grace and with respect, not just, you know, how dare you? Here's your money back. Leave me alone. Like, no, no, no. Like you dealing with conflict not only creates peace and harmony it also creates more opportunities honesty creates more opportunities you know when brandon put on his wall anything you lose by speaking your truth isn't a loss it's an alignment and what about anything you gain by speaking your truth right anything you gain by speaking your truth that's alignment so there is an illusion, there's an illusion of safety, which is why I think a lot of people avoid conflict. And I'm saying that it's just an illusion because sooner or later you're going to have to deal with repercussions. Do you want them, the current repercussion, the current flow, or do you want something much greater? No, you don't want the conflict to be much greater. And that's the difference between short-term comfort versus long-term consequences. You know, think about the impact on relationships, avoiding, avoiding uh, con uh, conflict, right? How that impacts relationships. Think about all the suppressed emotions and unaddressed issues versus if you're playing in a team dynamic, this is in your personal relationships, this is in your business relationships, whatever it might be, something happens, learn to come together, even have a protocol. How do you come together? Let's talk about this. Here's what I'm experiencing. I would love to talk to you about it. Versus, well, I just want to maintain the status quo so that person can feel better. And I don't, I don't want to rock the boat. Dealing with things is not rocking the boat. It's building the ship. It's building the kingdom. You deal with things to get it right. Not to hold, plug the holes in the, in the ship and hope that it doesn't sink over time, which inevitably it does because you're really just doing temporary solutions. Right? So there's a lot of costs. There's a lot of costs um, with avoiding conflict. And so we're going we're gonna to shift a little bit into that right now, right? So on one hand, you have stagnation and growth inhibition, right? Maintaining status quo maintains inauthenticity. You will stay where you are. You will stay um, in the situation more. It inhibits your growth. You know, you won't, you, you can't keep building if you don't keep designing. And, you know, see, it's a, it's a whole perspective shift, really, right? Because what, just like what I just said about sinking the boat or building the ship, it's, it's really the same thing. Instead of just trying to do whatever you can and not sink the ship, keep working on building the best possible ship you can have. That, like, that's all this really is. is. It's not just saying, well, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to bring, I don't want to argue. I don't want to this. None of us want to argue. Let's just bring that out real, real quick. None of us want to argue. So don't argue. Say, listen, I want to have a very real conversation. I want to deal with this. 
I want to hear you out. I want to hear what's going on. I want to listen. I want to have an idea of what's going on with you. I want to see what is that communication gap look like? Um, what are you feeling? What are you going through? You know, and being open-minded on our end to automatically not assume that, well, you know, what they feel is right or wrong. We can't do that. We have to listen, right? Comfort zones are not so comfortable. So that's why, you know, it, the, one of the costs is that it, it, it actually keeps us in discomfort, in my opinion. It's also a missed opportunity for, for growth, for innovation, for creativity. It stifles your creativity. It stifles your problem solving. It stifles learning new things. If you're, deal, if you're avoiding conflict, you're, you're not learning how to build the ship. What does the boat need now? What could I do differently here? What kind of tools and materials do I need? What new skill sets do I need to get? Where am I not listening? Where am I not growing? Where is this thing that, uh, you know, that could contribute? What, what do I need to support the vision? At that point, now it becomes like conflict resolution becomes almost a fun thing for you. I know that that probably sounds very ironic, but think about that. Now it's kind of like, no, I, I want to solve things. I want to be in the game. Now, I'm not saying that everything can be solved right away. I'm also, I know, coming at it from the way, uh, you know, the mask from the man says, like, oh, let's solve it. No, I've actually learned a lot as well um, from not trying to solve things right away. In fact, if anything, listening, active listening. I want to get different and diverse perspectives to get new breakthroughs, both within my own world and within others right like i i want to know how to tackle new areas of my life or new levels of areas that i'm already working on in my life so i don't want to be stifled i want to be expansive right we don't want to diminish our problem solving skills which also happens you know in uh as one of the costs we we can diminish our our ability to listen, our ability to understand, our ability to acknowledge, our ability to problem solve, our ability to critically think. This is huge. When we deal with things, all those things I just mentioned are part of our advancement. I'm learning to listen better. I'm learning to negotiate better. Maybe it's in business and you need to negotiate better. I'm learning what's most important to the big picture i'm advancing my understanding my comprehension my critical thinking uh, knowing all the different angles how to make a win-win-win situation i mean i have a motto in general that's everybody wins or i'm not in that is exactly how it'll always be everybody wins or i'm not in you know this whole one side wins one side loses in business get out of here like that's not i think that that's just ridiculous and i think that's very old paradigm like and it's a diminishing return and it's uh, a dying model so so the question is then embracing constructive con constructive conflict right how what are some of these ways well we've already started talking about emotional intelligence we want to cultivate more of that we want to develop more emotional intelligence, empathy. It, and I get it that there's a lot of, well, you can study this degree and, and um, you could uh, learn psychology. And you go, I think emotional development begins the moment you start understanding, trying to understand your emotions. 
and what might be affecting your emotions and what might be contributing to your emotions. Environmental, food, people, work, health, our own actions and behaviors in all those areas as well, right? So there's on one side of understanding our own emotions, but what about also the importance of understanding others' emotions and their perspectives, right? So if we, whatever we do to ourselves, we're inevitably gonna do to other people. Look, everything is a mirror if you really wanna know. So a lot, and I know people hate that when they like, well, no, like I don't deserve this. No, you don't deserve anything that's not good for you. So you have to understand yourself. Why you have to understand why is that thing reflecting back to you? What is happening internally that it got to that point? But how you treat yourself and a higher emotional intelligence is how you're going to treat somebody else at the same time. Because you're more likely to be open to other people's perspectives and learning and understanding like, hey, what's going on with you? Well, you don't want to listen. You don't want to this. Like, no, no, actually, I genuinely want to know like what exactly is happening. I want to understand. Now they're being listened to and, and understood. You're going to probably resolve like 99, 98% of your conflict. People just want to be heard. That's why you see a lot of people fighting in the macro right now. Everybody just wants to be heard. I'm not saying that there's, you know, they're right. It doesn't really matter. It's just that there's a lot of fighting um, because people just want to be heard. And really what needs to happen is that it has to happen at a micro level first. They have to understand their own emotions first. Why? Like, what's going on with themselves first? Right? So, you know, the other thing to look at conflict, you know, if we're going to embrace constructive conflict, it's also a catalyst for change. Every advancement you want in your life will come from dealing with conflict. When you avoid it, you're really, you're really avoiding life in a lot of ways. Again, I'm not saying to keep having conflict or the same conflict over and over and over and over again. What I am saying is by dealing with it, you learn what to do next. So if something keeps happening, you then know you have to do something different, whether with a job, whether with a person, whether with um, you know outcomes that you see in different areas of your life. So it's gonna always be, so dealing with it automatically will catapult you into change, it has to. And the frustration of like, I keep trying to deal with it, and I keep seeing the same things means I need to try a new approach, which I talked about in the last episode. It's that ability to, 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 to step back and ask yourself from a failure, quote unquote, what do I need to do differently or what needs to change about this situation? We have more of an inner compass than you realize. And that's also what this is about, too. It's using your inner compass, using your intuition, your inner guidance. And then being honest in every, you know, the, the beauty of honesty, really, re I, and I, I can never stress this enough. The beauty of honesty is that it's honest. It, there's nothing, there's nothing that you have to worry about in terms of, well, you're not being, your, you're, you're, you're clearly being yourself. You're clearly being clear. <laughs> you're being direct. You're being open. There isn't anything you have to worry about from 
when you're when you're honest. That is a calm nervous system. And then, you know, the final thing that I want to kind of touch on here because we're, we're wrapping up is initiating and navigating some of these difficult conversations. All right. So whether it's your work, whether it's your friends, whether it's your, your spouse or your, your loved one, um, you know, your, your partner, whether it's your family, whoever it is, whether it's a completely opposing side in business or in <laughs> other areas, you know, um, number one, you don't necessarily have to attack to deal with conflict. In fact, if anything, you could just be open and interested in listening. Again, they may be on the exact opposite side of play for you on the court and be like, you know what? This is not, you know, this is not how I do things. This is not how these, they could even be completely far from your morals and integrity. And that's fine too, because you'll, you'll know that from dealing with them. I've, I've learned this in business. I've been on the opposite end of people where they're, they were a little bit more loose with their morals. And I'm like, wow, good thing I'm dealing with this now because now I know that I'm going to cancel this contract or, you know, work uh, or not work with them and, and work my way out of, you know, I'll wrap the, the final things up and then we'll be good to go. Right. So there's listening. There's asking really great questions. There's not necessarily forcing your opinion uh, on them or them allowing them to having the boundary of not allowing them to force their opinion on you, but at least coming to an understanding of exactly where they're at. So, you know, exactly where you're at. Right. So there's a lot of active listening that you can do when dealing with conflict. But I'm telling you, it's it's the idea of just sitting down and saying, hey, here's where I'm at. I want to better understand my goal with this is that we resolve something where we both feel we were understood and uh, we, we at least move in a direction that we can both come to a conclusion with that we respect each other no matter what, because that's ultimately what we're really here to do, that we're honest about how we really feel or what we really need or whatever it might be. Right. So these are some different ways that you can approach in dealing, but have the conversation. You know, last year I, I did a video on Instagram and I said, sometimes, you know, when there's when you can sense an issue, make the phone call, the two minute phone call that can solve a two year problem. I've literally watched people fight for like years when a two minute phone call could have solved everything. Have the conversation. Don't be afraid of conflict that you forego reason. Don't be afraid of conflict that you go and do something completely out of who you should be in an honest way. Right? I appreciate you guys. Thank you for always tuning in. Please leave a written review on Apple. And, uh, as, you know, as I always tell you, it expands the awareness of the show. But, you know, also you guys can always reach out on the, on the DM on Instagram or through email. Let me know if there's any kind of topics you want covered. But... I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Conflict is, isn't, doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be bad. And that's really what I wanted. I, I wanted you, instead of avoiding dealing with things, I wanted you to lean in so you can create more peace, more harmony in your life, not actually like suppress yourself so you don't feel that. So think about it. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. So next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. 
I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.